Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to another Friday Five in Five or Ten. <laughs> How do you feel about me talking in just five minutes or less? I don't think it can happen. Why? I don't think it can happen. Uh, okay. That's why I say five, Friday Five in Five-ish. Because it might be a little bit more. I don't think it's ever. And the day you say five minutes, it's going to be like, what is wrong with her? Is she sick? Okay. Anyways, I have my husband, my lovely husband back on the show, Peyton. Welcome. Thanks for having me. This last week on the show, you saw that Kelly Sweet was on and we unpacked her values live on the show. It was a really great show. And if you haven't unpacked your own values, you got to go back and listen to that because I think it's really valuable. And the reason Kelly was on the show, because I told her about a story with Peyton and us going through the process of uncovering our values together. Now, Peyton being the guinea pig and never really quite sure what I'm up to, he's really hesitant sometimes to get excited about anything. I'd say that's an understatement. (laughs) So he wasn't super thrilled to unpack his values. But the story that I tell about Peyton, whether true or not, uh, has really impacted a lot more people than he understands. And so I wanted to have him on to personally tell his story about learning his values. And he's so thrilled. He had no idea what he was coming over here for. <laughs> and we only have five minutes and we're already a minute 50 into this. Yeah, so I told you. There's no we got to go. And you have to have five things. Anyways, okay. So five things that your values have done, like knowing your values, five ways that that has changed how you live your life. That's what we're going to get to. But before we go there, we're going to talk about Peyton's story really quickly. Now, the reason this whole thing came up is because Peyton used to be like a really good athlete. Used to be, I should not use that word, is a really great athlete. He's really fit, generally, and all this other stuff. He is a really great athlete. He's really fit. Or he used to love to work out and to be active. And he was in all the sports and all the things, right? Well, as soon as I sold the gym, Peyton basically vanished from working out. And I was always baffled by that because he always loved to work out or what appeared to be like really valued exercise. So over the course of the few years, I've been kind of harping on his back to get back into exercise. And why are you not doing it? And we have a ton of gym equipment in our basement. And there's just like a lot of resources out there that we have at our hands that he could be using. Now, granted, he's sitting here looking at me. And you can come back at me at any point in this. (laughs) I'm taking it. Okay. But you've attempted to work out at home. And it's never worked. For years. For years, right? Yeah. And I'm someone like that I can work out at home. Like I generally do work out at home or I go with someone else. But when I do my strength workouts, I'm working out at home like I did this morning. Yep. So I've never understood why someone who could be in four sports work out his entire life and then all of a sudden it's just gone. Like one day it's just gone. And so this year when we started really uncover the values and living within your values and how that changes things, I really wanted to understand Peyton's values because I think so many of the things he wants in his life, he wasn't aligning with his values. And therefore my hypothesis, which is a very scientific word, (laughs) it was that he just wasn't living in his within his values, which he had no desire then to do the things that he wanted to do. And so he never did that. So how was it 
Let's start up. So I said, you need to do this exercise inside the nurse planner. Yes, he uses the nurse planner. It is for men too. But he looked at me and he's like, I already know what my values are. Do you like how I'm talking like you? Yeah, yeah. What did you think your values were? Um, just kind of a typical family, faith, fitness. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like the ones that I feel like if you went up to anybody on the street and you said, what are your top three or four values? Like, I feel like they're all about, they're always going to be the same. Like my family is important. Like their faith, if they have one, if they have some, and then, you know, they're, whether it's working out or eating well or something along those lines. Like, I feel like right. that's just kind of the typical go-to answer for right. everybody. And that was, like, I went into it and I was like, okay, I can figure out three. Like, what's the fourth one? And trying to come up with something on my own. And I just right. couldn't figure it out. So our values, like, if we just write them down, they tend to be what they we think they should be. Yes. They all tend to be good things, but... Those aren't deep enough. Like, I feel like those are like the surface level things that we want to achieve, but they're not like really our values. And so I had him do a mind map. Now he was kind of refusing to do a mind map and you were kind of like, I don't want to do a mind map. But mind, what did the- Mind map just seem like, just the word mind map itself scares me. Like, Hi. Because at the end of the day, it's really, it's just a list. Okay, yeah. So it seems overwhelming. It seems overwhelming because you think of like a map with like, bubbles and like things coming out of them and you know like that's kind of like the stereotypical mind map is just like this so like, i chose I am, a bad word for this well no not i'm not saying you chose a bad word but for me like that's just my mind went right to that and i just was like i can't do that football is on and you just didn't want to yeah. but you did it because i was like no your values are not what you're telling me they are and so I think you need to do your mind map because it was really eye-opening for me because I had the similar ones and then I went back and re redid it all. Anyways, what did you find from your mind map? What did you learn from doing the mind map? What I think was, was uh, probably the key for me was just to go through each one of the actions in you know January's Nourish Planner where um, it starts out and says, what's important to you? and then write down everything that comes to mind. What makes you happy, what motivates you, what inspires you. Um, and so I just took every single one of those and just tried to force myself to write down like 10 things for each <laughs> Make of them. it seem so painful. I did, because I'm such a like, okay, I'll do three and I'm done, you know? like. And so I had to force myself to sit there and just really continue to think about each one of them because the longer I sat there and thought about them, the more things came to me and I mean I just had to I had to put dedicated time to just sit there and just struggle through it right. on all of the questions and just like I just set a arbitrary value of 10 for every for every one and just sat there and just continued to try and think through them until I came up with those and what did you find in the end was it valuable yeah what did you learn I don't think I would have I don't I mean, it, it took me a while, I think, still to get past those, like, top three because I tried to look at each one of those and just try and branch off from, you know, the three that I thought they were. But then the more that I started to dig into them, the deeper it got and I think really got to maybe the root of um, each one of those mm -hmm. to where I was able to expand on it to get really to what what the value truly was. Okay, so what are your four values? So the first one, drum roll. 
Yes. <laughs> the first one was achievement. Um, the second one was still was family, which I think is still a logical one. Um, the third one was making a difference. And the fourth one was success. Yeah. And those are, I mean, other than family, the other ones weren't on there. Correct. And that's why you struggled so much with these things that you wanted to be doing, like exercise, just to give you an example. Mm-hmm. So once you understood that, okay, exercise isn't a value of mine, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. It just means I have to fit that that goal into what I do value. So now, now that you knew, know your values, you signed up for CrossFit and yeah. you've actually gone to CrossFit. I have. But why? Like, what made you change that? Like, how was fitting exercise into that value? Like, now, what is your desire and your driving force to exercise? Because all along, he tried to make it about health, which health is nowhere near his values. No. <laughs> so how, what, what one did you fit it into? Like, where does the desire come from now? Well, I think, I think really, like, the second part of the exercise, after you develop your values, where you look at what can I do more of and what can I do less of, like what I tried to do is look at those two questions then based on the values and what is it that I'm doing now that's preventing me from doing the things that help me meet my values. And so those are the what can I do less of. And then the what can I do more of is I tried to think back to maybe it's things that are direct application to my values or maybe it's things that aren't necessarily... um, in my top four values, but things that I desire to do and how can I pivot those to um, use my values to try and meet those goals. So one of them was fitness, which was not one of my values, but one of my values is um, achievement or success. And so it's really easy to write a goal or say, here's what I can do more of related to fitness when you think of it in the terms of success or achievement. And so one of the things that we've talked about and I is, you know, one of the things that used to motivate me is um, competing. And whether that be in um, just running a 5K or um, I used to do triathlons um, is just try and think of ways that you can use um, competition, which relates to my achievement and success values to motivate me to exercise or to put fitness as kind of a key component of um, my health journey. Right. So you had to take exercise or mm-hmm. fitness and make it a part, like create desire within it by putting it into one of your values, which became achievement and success. So now you're working for something. You're not exercising for health. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a byproduct of that. But you're exercising, your desire comes from achieving something in that movement where I'm the opposite of like achievement really doesn't do anything for me in that sense. And so I'm working out to feel good, like to just feel good. And that's why we have totally different, like he's a very competitive exerciser. And that's why he knew he had to work out with other people where I could just be down in my basement and just moving because it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now to get to the five things, 11 minutes later, Friday five and five just sounds so good. I just could not do it. Even though, like, if you ever have five minutes on the show, I am sick. Okay, anyways. All right. So I just want to give you, before we go, five reasons or five ways that doing your mind map, because I know it sounds like tedious work and just another thing, but really at the end of the day, it can change everything for you. So five reasons you need to do your mind map, uncover your values, and how it can change the way that you live. 
So first up, I'm gonna make these quick, is that it can give you excitement and joy. Because I think that so often we're so conformed to life and what we think we should be doing and what others are telling us we should be doing that we forget why we do the things that we do. And uncovering our values helps us then to understand what gives us passion, what gives us excitement, like what motivates us to keep going. And ultimately in those things, more often than not, are joy and happiness. So it's going to create some excitement back in your life, like ignite that back in your life. So excitement, and who doesn't want that? I mean, that could be all five of them. The second thing, or the second reason you need to uncover your values, it gives you, gives you a sense of purpose. So you know what you're working for, you know why you're working for it, because again, if you're just working for something that's not of you or not a desire of you, it's not gonna be long lasting. Like if you're just working out to go on vacation, like, like how you started it, I'm gonna get fit so we can go to Hawaii and I can wear a, a swimsuit. <laughs> You're ashamed right now. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to embarrass you. But but so many people do that, right? Like I'm not just giving the example of you. You were joking when you said that. But so many people do that and then it doesn't last. So this gives you a sense of purpose. Number three is it allows your yeses to be fully yes and your noes to be fully no. So it helps you to see, okay, does this align with anything that's of value to me? Granted, there's always gonna be things that you have to do that are outside your true values. But if you can't actively fit them into your values, and if it's running your life, like if it's a huge time constraint or a relationship that has really become a burden that doesn't align with those things, those ultimately are gonna hold you back. They're ultimately gonna make you more unhealthy. So how can you either work on those and say, yes, I wanna work on this relationship. Yes, I I want to take this commitment. Or no, like I don't wanna do this. No, I don't wanna... I don't want to exercise in that way. No, I don't want to eat that way. Like, yes to be full yes and your no's to be fully no's because now you're aligning your life with your values. Number four is it helps you prioritize, which again, kind of goes back to the yeses and no's. You can start to think, okay, these are all the things that I want to do. And before they were just things that you wanted to do, but they just seemed like one more to do, right? Like one more thing you had to add in and it became really stressful. And so now it helps you to prioritize of like, okay, now I know, like I have reason why I want to do these things. And I know that, okay, doing X, Y, and Z is not just going to help me to be healthier as a byproduct because I don't value health, but it's going to help me achieve greater things because I feel better and all that. Like, it's just like the snowball effect of living within what you value helps every area of your life. Now, everything you do in a day is going to be within your values. But the majority of the things that we should do should be within those. Otherwise, you're just constantly fighting them. So it's going to help you prioritize those things and actually put them into practice. Number five, the big one, helps you to create habits or routines, things that you just do. And ultimately, that's what we want from Lasting Health. That's what we're all after is not things that become that, that fall into our to-do list or things that we think we need to do or we should be doing, but things that we just desire to do and those become routines. And in those habits, we just end up living healthy lives, right? We just do this stuff because we've created these habits and we actually enjoy them. So those are my five tips. Those are five reasons why you need to download the Wellnourish Year at simplerootswellness.com, get all those pages for free or get your nurse planner or both because you did this all in the Nourish Planner, and really step into your values. So tell me, before we go, one last thing. What's one thing you're excited for now, knowing your values? Knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to. Because I feel like in 
so many areas in my life, um, they all felt overwhelming because I felt like I was trying to trying to force myself to fit every single one of those things in. And now I feel like I have clarity on what my motivation on each of those should be so that um, I can create a healthy balance in every one of them. And hopefully over time, as I start to, to develop in that, that um, those will become more and more natural and um, all of them will become more exciting to do. Yay! Okay, <laughs> thanks for coming over and being on the show. Yeah. Make sure you head to simplewordswellness.com. That's the end of my Friday 5 and 5, by the way. And it's under 20 minutes. High five. (laughs) He's thinking inside his head. She's ridiculous. She is ridiculous. And bless you all for sticking with her. (laughs) Okay. That's the end of Friday 5 and 5. Thanks for tuning in to this special episode. Make sure you head to the show notes and get all the information and those five quick tips that you can find over there if you miss them. But make sure you go back and listen to this. Do your mind map. I can't express that enough. Does that sound like teachery? Am I saying that harshly? No. Okay, do your mind now. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we're back with a special guest. So we'll see you on Monday. Bye.